Welcome back. Welcome back um, to EJL Express, the podcast. And as I've said, for this season, we, meaning you and I, Neko Mogbo, and our record producer and founder of Ur Music Collective are bringing brand new conversations about African and Middle Eastern music. I am your host and co-passenger on this journey of establishing barrier-free connection through music with people you know and people you don't know. So each episode unlocks a brand new page from a fresh catalog of musical topics, anywhere from the rise of Amapiano music, your latest chart busters, edgy collabs, tasteful artist tales, and so much more. Just last week, we talked about the global local approach to growth in Africa at large. It's an article I wrote back in November of 2023, or no, oh my gosh, it's February 2023. So this was written November 2022 uh, for the Music Business Journal um, in that episode. And uh, I left the link to the article there and I'll also leave it here below just so it's easier for you. Um, if you missed that episode as well, again, I also made that easy too. You can check out the show notes um, for the link as well as the description of this episode. Um, speaking of global, this week I saw a tweet. Um, it was a tweet that was floating around social media. Um, I saw it probably retweeted on Twitter first and then um, saw it carry over onto Instagram. And it actually was a tweet that came from Lil Duval. Um, Lil Duval, if you don't know, is an American stand-up comedian and actor. Um, we've seen him in a few films, quite a few films, and um, his own like comedy specials. And I believe at one point he was um, doing some shows or a show with MTV. Um, but anyway, so the tweet rolled out on Monday. That was February 20th. And it's still up, but it sort of ignited, well, not sort of, really ignited um, a larger conversation on Black music that I think is important um, and overall important. But um, first of all, what did du Lil Duval tweet? So the first tweet on Monday came out and he said that Afrobeat, I quote, Afrobeat might be the death of hip hop as we know it. Um, so as of as of today, when I'm recording this podcast, it's like on a Thursday, um, there were over a million people who viewed the tweet and plenty more saw it on Instagram as well, you know, just from people screenshotting and like reposting it on their Instagram pages. And um, some of the comments I saw, or at least like the quoted tweets that I saw in response to Lil Duval is some people saying Afrobeats is a fad and it'll come and go just like every other form of music. Um, that has tried to bite hip-hop. Um, it's not that serious. Both genres can exist peacefully. Hip-hop is its own downfall. Everything sounds the same, no originality or real talent anymore. That's why it's easy for music like hip-hop and Afrobeats to take over. And then we also had um, a respected voice um, in hip-hop and rap, um, RZA from the Wu-Tang Clan or, you know, um, their leader, um, who share that Afrobeats is part of the culture, not something that will take over or um, bring it to an end. So here you have quite a mix of responses to Lil Duval's um, tweet, and it didn't end there. So <laughs> 
It didn't end there. Um, Lil Duval came along, I think it was like a day later, or I don't know, but at some point he tweeted to clear things up a bit and he said, um, I wasn't saying hip hop is over. I said hip hop as we know it, meaning like evolved into something bigger, meaning giving Afrobeats props. I don't know how some took offense. Um, he also replied to some of the like the quoted tweets or followers by saying, um, Afrobeats is not a fad, and also Thames, there actually there's no S, Tem, T E M, fine A F. <laughs> so um there's the debacle, there's the tweet. Um there's a lot to unpack there. I just wanna like give a disclaimer to before jumping into like the conversation itself but like a disclaimer i suppose to just the media literacy part of this whole debacle that not just like maybe little duval has walked into but just overall i I think so i know that we have (laughs) a limited characters or number of characters for a tweet but i i just i still don't i still believe there's a very eloquent way for you to say what you have to say without leaving so much space for open interpretation and then walking it back and then you know getting the the feedback that you get from people or the response you get from people and then try to walk back your statement or I guess um I guess add some clarity to your statement by providing another ambiguous statement um I also realized that reactionary content or PR stunts like this are a reality today but if I'm being honest it doesn't really seem plausible in this instance like I genuinely believe Lil Duval meant what he said as he said it especially considering Thames, Rema, and Burner Boy just came across the stage at the NBA All-Star um halftime all NBA all-star game um they did the halftime performance and again this tweet could be ill-timed maybe but I I don't think so I think this was um it was not it was not done it, it wasn't in good taste and I also think that I also think he meant what he said <laughs> I think he meant what he said initially by saying Afrobeats might be the death of hip hop as we know it. And the reason why I believe that is because um, this goes into the larger conversation that I was like mentioning earlier, Um, where it, it, it first it's it welcomes this larger conversation about what Afrobeats is or isn't. Firstly, like like Riza said, Afrobeats is part of the culture. I want to further add to what Riza has said is it's not a sub Afrobeats itself is not a subsect of Black or African American culture. It's a sound that is a marrying of influences across West Africa, which naturally um you know our influences that were shared to the americas and just throughout the world um whether it was through the transatlantic slave trade to just the evolution of humans and culture and how we've like come to interact and and share um cultural aspects with one another and i don't mean afrobeats 
I don't mean as Afrobeats alone is like the only genre that's shared. I'm, you know, there there are many more genres and musical music uh, uh, cultures across the world that just feed off of each other. But rather, the element of like, but but the the elements of Afrobeats, like the drum patterns, the um, lyrical styles, and so much more, are. Um, are, are still relevant across genres and um and now in modern day we're hearing you know artists like Rema collaborate with Selena Gomez and um just these cross-cultural exchanges that will continue to influence other genres just the way other genres influence each other does that make sense like you'll have I'm sure there like it doesn't come to mind quickly but some elements of rock that influence jazz and vice versa or jazz influencing R&B like it these things happen right and i'm not a historian of any sort um but i have done you know quite a few music research projects <laughs> uh, but anyways but there seems to be this ongoing fear within the black diaspora of something being replaced or no longer the same like this fear of erasure that um that we see in other areas but it's almost like but it, in this particular instance like the first, I guess, like the first, the 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 example that comes to mind for me is it's almost like with with each generation does to the next. Like back in my day, like X Y Z was like this, and A B C was nothing like blah blah blah, right? Um, except it feels worse because there's this fear of um, one genre erasing the other, um, and this fear, you know doesn't exist between rock or pop um these respective genres just sort of just ex they just exist um of course over time within those genres or just yeah within those genres there were fears of um of 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 elements being lost and like music no longer being real music but this this tweet just kind of um it's it doesn't give I, I feel like this tweet overall like just kind of masked the the purpose of rap or hip-hop especially like in American culture and of course like how it's um, affected the world overall it's it's like it's it and then of course to like see the responses from other people it's it's like we're not allowing like duality or allowing these genres like to exist and for the black diaspora to have multiple things going like we don't have to be known as the race or cultures of people who um are doing rap and hip-hop and then in two years from now we're going to do afro beats and every single black person is going to do out does that make sense like I i'm saying like these genres deserve to exist at any time right and exist and feed off of each other at any time and one being growing quickly over time or just gaining more recognition over time does not threaten the other um and tweets like Lil Duval's in my opinion are man <laughs> um <laughs> they're they're sort of ignorant i <laughs> they're sort of ignorant and my conspiracy theory is it's a bit of a reach of 
for PR or engagement, but just from, you know, because of course, like, I don't really know, like, Lil Duval's, like, history per se of um, his tweets or how he, like, shares his thoughts on Twitter. But I just think that this particular conversation or I don't even know if it really was a conversation, but this particular, like, thing that he brought up um, was not done in, in good taste. Um, it just bothers me because it feels like a sect of um, the diaspora wars that truly does not need to exist. Like, we know what hip rap or hip hop has done for the U.S. and the world at large. We're also witnessing the beauty of Afrobeats being a major exporter of culture, language, and interests in the continent overall. Plus, you know, it bringing opportunities for the creators um, from these communities, these countries, as well as like their labels, their teams, et cetera. It's, it's an industry. It's, it's a burgeoning um, industry that's, you know, welcoming new people, new ideas um, into the, the region and, or, or the continent. And to tweet even in jest or um, to demonstrate a, to demonstrate like little media literacy does not do any of these genres justice. And I do believe that the fear of being erased is not an abnormal fear, right? Especially for Black music. I mean, <laughs> pointing case Elvis, right? Like all of his moves is like music just stolen, right? From a Black creator. But but the the reason why I think that the fear is not really substantiated in this conversation about Afrobeats and hip hop and rap is because one exists like these these two styles like exist um and one is not stealing from the other to build itself up does that make sense and and then and in, 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 to stealing from the other and build itself up and claiming that the other never existed right it's just these elements from the drum beats are um growing and just being more prevalent in very varying songs and um, influencing other genres, um, which, you know, to me is, you know, different from, um, what we saw with like Elvis and that's like the main um, example, but th that comes to my mind. But to you, what I'm saying, like the fear of erasure, I believe is totally, subs is like totally understandable, you know, for black music and culture, just continuously being appropriated and erased from, the history books like that fear it very much does deserve to exist but in this case i believe that Lil duval was kind of completing the the two but yeah but that was the tweet <laughs> now to answer the question that you know i've had or i have for this episode overall is is afrobeats the death of hip-hop as we know it and i say no um it's not and Again, the rise of one thing does not um, inherently mean the death of another thing. I think like every genre in the world or just the, I guess, the main ones that we um, that we acknowledge, whether it's your pop, your electronic, your, um, your rock, your R&B, right? These genres change over time. What we consider pop, especially in the pop genre um, today, sounds nothing like what we considered pop maybe 20 30 years ago right um 
But I think in this particular instance, again, as it relates to the Black diaspora overall, that this this didn't need to be a tweet, basically. I don't know if this needs to be like a... a <laughs> an ongoing segment of that 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 you didn't need to tweet that but um that's just yeah that were those my thoughts but um let me know what you think as well do you think that or is Afrobeats the death of hip-hop as we know it um is something else threatening hip-hop I don't uh, you know let me know your thought maybe yeah let me know your thought um I personally think again that there's nothing that can really threaten or challenge the rap hip hop history and um what it's like truly done across the world not just in the americas but you know what it's truly done um to you know highlight the experiences of um the communities who you know create this music most um as well as like the origins right like just the lyrical origins that um that make up rap what that make rap what it is um so yeah i don't i don't think that there's a way for you to quite erase it um either right because we'll continue ex or these communities will continue to exist and as long as these people our people exist so will our stories and so will the way we um, portray our stories and music and um, and so will our, you know, aptitude to, um, to share with one another, um, continue to exist. So anyways, I asked you a question and I answered it myself. Uh, what do you think about Lil Duval's, um, tweet? Let me know. But if you're hearing this message, you listen to the entire episode. And for that, I want to thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Um, did this episode teach you something? Would you like to share it with your friends? Let me know as a review or a social media hello. You can find me at or on IG at urucollective.co. That's U-R-U-Collective.co. My personal Instagram is NECA's Mind, NECA S Mind, M-I-N-D. Are in the show notes. The links for both of those are in the show notes. And please help spread the word so this podcast can reach more music loving souls from across the world we're on this journey together don't forget that um and that brings us to the end of another fulfilling conversation on EGL express the podcast powered by the uber music collective i'll be back again next friday until then keep listening and fooling your souls